Welcome back to the Female Magic Podcast. We are on the last podcast guest of the year, but don't worry, guys, this is a very special one. I am here with the one and only Savvy Baker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Savannah made basically a brownie empire in a pandemic. So how are you feeling, girl? Yeah, it's a bit mad, isn't it, really? It is, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. We went um, into the first lockdown and I live on my own. So because I was by myself all the time, I was just trying to find loads of things to do and like Mm. doing DIY. I was cutting up bookshelves, trying to make benches out of them and stuff like that. I'm painting, doing so many different things. Um, And then I was like, I'm going to try and bake. I've baked before and it's always been horrible. Like Mm. never worked. Not me, not a baker. Um... And then I just made a couple of things and I was like, these are quite good, you know? <laughs> They're yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so I just was like, this is a really good way for me to kind of see my friends and stuff. Mm. Uh, obviously in the first lockdown, it was really strict. You couldn't really go anywhere or do anything. So I'd go around and drop little care packages off at my friends' houses. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's nice. And my dad gave me these like polystyrene boxes, you know, that you get like cheesy chips in from the yep. takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave me some of them and I'd just put um put a few different things in them, like a little banana bread and a little brownie and stuff mm. like that. And um I'd just go out and I'd just drive to all my friends' houses, put it on their doorstep, like run all the way back because obviously we couldn't be near oh, anyone. Yeah. I'd stand like right Pandemic. at the end of the drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just be like, hi, just open your door and they get a little care package. And, oh, that's cute. Like, oh, it was just after Easter actually. So in the supermarkets, there was loads of like really cheap chocolates and mm. stuff like that. So I had loads of little Malteser bunnies and I'd put all them in them mm. and things like that. And then everyone was putting them on stories. And then all my other friends were like, do I not get a care package? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want one. And then, um, yeah, I just kept doing it. And then everyone was just obsessed with it. And then one day I got really drunk in lockdown, just on my own uh, in my living room. As you do. Yeah, probably drunk half a bottle of whiskey. And then um, I just decided to um, to make a little menu on my phone. Okay. So I made a little menu on this little app. And the next morning I woke up kind of like still just a little bit out of it. And I was like, I'm just going to upload it. So I just put it on my normal Instagram. Mm. And within like an hour, there was like like 800 likes on it, loads of comments. Really? And wow. And then within a week, I just had a ridiculous amount of orders. I had a notebook that I'd had people's Instagram names written down on with like how much they needed to give me and how I was selling them and stuff like that. And I, it was wow. just ridiculous, like mad. And then I made an Instagram page after that and then... Here we are. The rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. How have you how have you found it though? Because that's massive, like maybe from a mental side in like your mental health, how have you found it? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like I need a break. Yep. Amen. <laughs> I feel like the the whole world kind of slowed down a little bit over over those months and mine just sped up ridiculously, mm-hmm. like like full speed ahead. I've never uh, I've always worked more than one job anyway, yeah. so I've always been quite into like just nonstop working. Yeah. But this was like next level, like two hours sleep <laughs> yeah. a night, like wow. never ending. Yeah. And at what point did you feel like you needed help? Was it straight away or? Um, I'm one of them people where I'm like, I, I just want to do everything myself. Mm. You know, like 
yeah. and I wanted to do everything myself because I can do everything. Yeah, you like how to be in I control. Want to do it. Yeah, exactly. And after a couple of weeks, you know, my dad would come round and he'd be like, "Oh, do you want some help doing like washing up or things like?" Oh, oh my god, yeah, please wash up for me. Like, <laughs> my hands are like prunes. Like I don't know what to do anymore. So he was helping me washing up oh and. And then I had a couple of friends that were bored and they're like, oh, I can go take all your deliveries out. Because I was baking everything until four o'clock in the morning. Is Next this morning, still in your own home as well? Yeah, in my little tiny flat with like one shelf in the oven. <laughs> and my flat was just like filled with trays of ba- like baking trays, like just scattered oh, everywhere. Wow. I've got a little balcony thing. They were all on there cooling down. I had like chairs, like cooling chairs with everything just on them. <laughs> Very prepped though. Like to say you you had minimal stuff. It's, yeah. you are, you clearly worked hard with what you got yeah (laughs) I was stood in like supermarket queues um for ages as well because obviously the queues and stuff there's no flour anywhere I'd go to like 10 oh my god yeah how did that yeah how did you get past that literally messaging people saying can you go check your local Tesco for flour and I'd have to get like two bags from Tesco two from Sainsbury's four from Waitrose like wow yeah it was a bit mad I remember bringing friends being like, can you just find some sugar? Because I can't find sugar anywhere. <laughs> so at what point did you feel like this was a real thing? Was it straight away or after a while? Um, So when I saw, so I moved from my kitchen to my dad's kitchen, which was a bit bigger. And then when I think I moved from my dad's kitchen to, I moved to a pub mm. that was closed for lockdown. One of my friends owned the pub and he was just like, yeah, you can use the kitchen until we reopen. Oh, that's good. So when it was there, and sort of I got a few friends to help baking and it mm. just it upscaled a lot and then I got the website and the website made everything a lot easier mm. as well yeah that was when I was like okay this is this is a thing now like this is definitely this is legit <laughs> yeah when I started getting customers that weren't people that I knew mm. you know and now 99% of the customers are people that I don't know mm. and it's it was weird because it started off just being like friends and now there's like yeah because it's not just leads that you deliver is it no, UK wide. Wow. So they get sent to Ireland and everything as well. Really? Yeah. That far? Yeah. Wow. It's mad. And I can, I feel like a little bit famous. It's weird. <laughs> because I got, like when we came out of lockdown for a little bit, I um, I was just like stood on the street outside um, a bar, like near the Belgrave. And a couple of girls came up to me and they're like, are you, are you Sally Baker? <laughs> like they were definitely steaming. And I was like, yeah like yeah and then it's like, oh my god Rachel it's Savvy Bay and I was like oh my god they're like oh, we've been following you for ages and I was like oh my god this is so sweet and I just it was mad and now I, I genuinely have people coming up to me asking if I'm Savvy Baker went to the sunbed shop someone asked if I was Savvy like it's just so mad to me like you've made food for people's souls and yeah. people's hearts and people's bellies considering that we are inside and we've been in lockdown it's like your, I feel like for me personally, your brownies are a proper pick me up, like something to look forward to. Yeah. I usually eat brownies or I'll just eat rubbish food whenever. But when it comes to yours, I feel like I can only have it once I've had my um my dinner or my meal. Like I've got to have it at a set time in my in my own <laughs> space with no kids, no nothing. Just like it's an experience. Really, yeah, it's like a real thing. You really enjoy <laughs> it, and I just think it's mind blowing that you've done it quite unintentionally but it's become something so big exactly that yeah like, I remember the beginning of the year I was like not doing too great like money wise and stuff and I was I'm a very positive like driven person I have, yeah. I'm very much like I feel like you manifest everything into your own life Immensive. um and I was 
I sat there and I had my book writing down everything for the year in January. And I was like, right, it's January this year. These are the things that I'm going to achieve. Mm. And as I'm writing everything down, I've wrote, I'm going to start a business, um, a successful business. Um, no idea what it was. I was writing like clothing brand, mm. like makeup something because I was a makeup artist before. All right. So okay. I was like, maybe start something with makeup. I was just brainstorming all these ideas. Obviously, baking was not in there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at all. But it literally <laughs> just said start a new business. And um, sort of a couple of months ago, I looked back on my little my little pad and I'd written loads of stuff and so and so in my bank account and go on this many holidays and um, get this car and all of this stuff that I had written down that I thought as I was writing them, I was like, these are big goals for this year but I'm going to do it. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I think there's like 90% of the things on the list I've really? ticked off. Wow. And I, I I, don't get how it's happened, but obviously like the universe is on my side. It's definitely on your <laughs> side this year. So would you say you're someone who consciously manifests all the time? Like with that um, plan, did you look at it a lot or did you literally write it that day and then it went in the drawer and you just hope for the best? That was it. I wrote it that day and it went in the drawer and I hope for the best. Like, wow. I do, I'm everyday positive. There's mm-hmm. never, if I'm having a bad day, it lasts two minutes and, you know, sort of that's it. And I'm like, okay, well, what are all the good things? And I'll drive around and say, okay, I'm positive. Um, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. And I'll go through all the things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I do think that I have quite high vibrations with manifesting things it just happens (laughs) wow that's crazy it is it is mad so before all this did you have any business um what's the word like experience business experience um my whole family are all business orientated Mm. my we're growing up my dad had restaurants we we grew up with restaurants my mum had um a clothes shop couple of clothes shops actually my sister um owns a beauty subscription box all right so that's called rocker box and that's like done amazingly as well Mm. so everyone's always no one's really worked for other people everyone's always had their own businesses so I think that it's just how I was brought up kind of thing as well yeah definitely that's quite interesting you say that because I feel like it's usually the flip side a lot of people who I speak to their parents have worked really hard and it's them who were like breaking the cycle of working for other people and stuff like that so would you say it was definitely like a major influence for you um yeah I'd say so I mean Mm. as when we were younger it was when they had sort of the businesses and Mm. stuff and as we sort of grew up they they didn't really have the businesses anymore and things like that. So we, I was sort of used to it growing up. Yeah. And then when they didn't have them anymore, it was kind of like I noticed uh, a difference in lifestyle when mm. they didn't have the businesses anymore. And it was kind of like, for me, I realized that the life that we had when we had them businesses was so much better than when they didn't. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it's like a subconscious thing. Yeah. That I just think that's that's how I'm yeah. going to live good, you know? Love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So what advice would you give to other girls who want to start something like this or just start something for themselves? Do you know what? Stop hesitating. It's the, oh, I think I'm going to start this. Okay, if you're thinking of gonna, you're going to do it, mm. just do it. Like, don't wait for the right time. There's never a right time to do it. You literally just need to just do it. So if I have an idea mm. of something that I'm going to do on that day, I have to do it on that day because if I just keep thinking about it, I'm like, oh, next time, like, you know, I don't know, maybe a few weeks will go on and the ideas fizzled out a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. And it's always the best ideas that do the best when I just think, oh my gosh, I should do this. 
and I just do it and then everyone loves it and it's just like amazing yeah yeah but do you ever feel like less confident or do you go for it regardless I just I don't have time to feel uncomfortable damn girl (laughs) (laughs) I think about it it goes and then I'm just like it's gonna work and it just has to and if it doesn't then I just put something else into it to make it does that make sense yeah no it is like I feel like (laughs) I don't think I've um met someone who is as positive as you um and to just have that I don't know how to explain it like some people try and practice it but they might not really be fulfilled by it but you seem like you're someone who subconsciously practice practices a lot of stuff that brings you a lot of positive energy and manifests into a lot of positive things and you're not someone who I don't know I feel like maybe if someone had that they might be a lot more stuck up or be a lot more aware of it but you are someone who just like got a lot of positive energy around you girl (laughs) (laughs) I think I I explained that yeah I see (laughs) I never actually asked you got so excited I, I know sorry even... I just went straight in I was like blah, 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 100 miles an hour I didn't ask him what's your cultural background so my dad is Moroccan and my mum is English white and how was that growing up in a mixed race family um do you know what I didn't really grow up feeling super Moroccan just because my dad had Italian restaurants so oh. yeah <laughs> I know so Sorry. my my mum lived in my mum had an Italian fiance before so if my mum could speak fluently Italian okay and my dad can speak fluently Italian as well so growing up they spoke Italian in the house interesting really weird so they spoke Italian in the house we had Italian restaurants the staff were Italian so everyone that I was around was Italian and then we then we'd go to Morocco and see like my family over there, like mm. on my dad's side, and I always like absolutely loved it. And probably only over the past few years is like I'm really like a lot more into my culture and stuff. And I went to Morocco and I was with my family, and like they can't speak English, I can't speak Arabic. I can speak a bit of French and understand a bit of French, so we kind of get by with that. Mm. But um. I got. I went for like two weeks, and I was like, I want to move here. I want to live here. Really, just well, Morocco is beautiful. Which part of Morocco? Um, so my family are from Rabat, but okay. a lot of them have moved to Marrakesh, and a lot of them have moved to Paris as well. Oh, okay. But I went to Marrakesh and stayed with my family that are there. But I'm obviously obsessed with it now. Morocco is a beautiful place. I've never been to Mar- Marrakesh, but I went to. Um, I'm not gonna say it because I can't remember the name, <laughs> and I don't want to embarrass myself. But it's like on the coast. Agadir. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. It's a good surfing surfing place there. And a lot of people go to the beach. There yeah. It was surfing. beautiful. It was really nice. Um, During that time, my son was actually really terrified of the sea. So we didn't get to go on the beach <laughs> that much. I don't know. Um, We're back to, we're like on a massive tangent right now. But um, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we've gotten to that. <laughs> um, So yeah. Okay. Let's. Let me. Let's go back. <laughs> um, a lot of so I mix race. I'm half African, um, and half white. My dad is from Guinea, and for me personally, growing up, I grew up with a lot of complexes. Mm. Um, for the simple reason that you growing up and you are two different races, yeah. and I feel like for me, I wasn't always accepted within either race did you ever feel like that being Moroccan or did people always ask you where you were from because I wouldn't have known you were Moroccan yeah looking at you I got that a lot um at school as well 
my school was like predominantly white mm. and there was probably two black guys in my year and about four Pakistani guys and two Indians. Wow. And everyone else was white. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and I, I specifically remember a time that it was like poppy day and this girl came up to me and she went, oh, it's slapper, um, like a pee. She basically said slapper packy day. Oh, okay. And she slapped me. <laughs> what? Yeah, and oh I, I can God. specifically remember that to this day. And I was just like, I'm not even Pakistani, but like it's, it's a Muslim culture. It's the same sort of like thing. But yeah. she literally looked at me because I'm like a bit brown. Yeah. And just said that. And I was just like, right. At the time I was too like taken back by it to like do anything. And I was just like, what? Like, I literally couldn't believe it. Mm. And then like, I don't know, half an hour later, I was like, like <laughs> <laughs> absolutely rich. You went up to us, like, can't believe you did all that. But yeah, I still to this day, that's one thing that I can remember from school that happened, which I find is like mad. Cause I never, other than that, I never really felt different. Mm. So that was kind of weird. And how old was you when that happened? Maybe like 12, 13. Oh my God, that is crazy. And did you, have you always lived in and around Leeds? Yeah, yeah, always in round day. Oh, cute. Yeah, always around there. What school did you go to? Boston Spa. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking, obviously I was thinking round day, but. Yeah, my dad's restaurant was in Boston Spa. Oh. So we lived above the restaurant for a bit. So that was, we lived around there. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to young girls who are in similar situations like that because it's funny you say that um I was we were doing some filming over the weekend and my friend she's half Indian and half white and she as I think she was mentioning that she's had like racial situations when she's been called the similar thing mm. and how would you advise young girls to deal with that now um I mean I'd hope that it doesn't happen as much, but it definitely does, it doesn't definitely it? Does. <laughs> it does. We can be hopeful, yeah, but it definitely, it definitely does. does. Um, I think it's almost just, you just need to educate people on things. Like I I wish that I would have just sort of, sort of dealt with that she did that, obviously, absolutely awful, but then mm. gone back to sort of educate her on the fact that, okay, just because I'm a bit brown doesn't mean I'm from Pakistan yeah and if and even if I am yeah what's wrong with that like there's absolutely nothing that you can't just say because you're not white that you're different maybe just like oh, it's really hard isn't it it's so hard to even is, say yeah because the the kids that I look after they're half Indian as well mm. and I will they'll sometimes say like that they don't really notice it but at the same time they're just like oh like I'm I'm browner than so and so at school, or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, your skin's beautiful. And I, I'll always tell them how yeah. gorgeous they are for, yeah. for their skin color. And then they're just like, yeah, I love how brown I am. And now they've started to say that a lot more because I've encouraged it a lot. So it, it's it's almost just like loving how you are. Like people, everyone's trying to be a bit browner. All the like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah. people people use yeah. fake tanning on some, yeah. but it's like you just love golden skin and stuff like that as well. So yeah that's true and that's the irony of it like so many people want to have this brown skin color but will be really they'll be the people who are quick to put black people down or women of color down that's a whole nother i know yeah we could go on (laughs) a whole nother ball game did you ever feel ashamed of being half moroccan or being half of either no i've always i i always actually wanted to be a full moroccan so like I, I love I love it. I love being like a little bit different. Mm. Um but 
I've felt sort of, I've met people before that have been Moroccan as well. And they're like, oh my God, sis, like you're Moroccan too. But if they're full Moroccan, they're like, mm, but you're not like full Moroccan though, are you? And there's always that like, mm. Yeah. You're a bit white, so you're not really like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Or you don't look it. I'm like, mm. Okay. ironically when I went to Africa once I got called Tubab which actually means white girl oh. but I used to be really really pale when I was well I'm still pretty pale now but um I was really mm -hmm. really pale <laughs> as a child and that definitely hurt my feelings but we move girl yeah we move, we move. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's go back on to the savvy baker yeah what are the plans for the new year what are we manifested <laughs> for the new year um literally just growing growing everything so obviously at the minute there's only sort of three products that you can buy which is the three different sized boxes okay so for christmas i think maybe i can do a little announcement of yeah. what i'm gonna do for christmas go on then <laughs> female magic exclusive <laughs> yeah so um i'm teaming up with um a guy that i know that makes hot sauce okay and we are making a savvy baker sauce Ooh. to go with a small box for Christmas. So okay. it basically is gonna be sold as a box uh, and you get this sauce, which will go on top of the brownies. Mm. So when you sort of having them, you can open the sauce and pour it all oh over and it just makes it I can it see it already. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's something that I'm introducing for Christmas. Um, and if that goes well, sort of hopefully introducing more things like that. Um, I'm gonna have a little bit more time next year. Um, yeah, you definitely need to manifest time. Yeah, 100%, 100% is, yeah, just build it, grow it. Once that, once there's more time, it can get bigger. Obviously the website sells out pretty quick now. Mm. If it wasn't selling out, I could probably sell more and build it a lot more and yeah. maybe get it, get a bit more awareness spread, not just through social media, but through like um, actually being in places and. Mm. I've seen like stalls and things like that and yeah. in shopping centers and stuff. Yeah. So maybe try that out, see see if that's gonna work. Yeah, definitely. Did you ever get feel any type of way when it came to pricing your um, boxes? Because you could argue that they are in one respect quite expensive yeah. for brownies. Yeah. But I guess that's from like a consumer's point of view, if you put it next to other things, I guess you could argue that you could buy much better things, not better, but healthier and things that can last longer. Yeah, for the I same agree. Price. Um, the thing is, it is sort of like, it's a treat as well. It's not like, it's not like you're, you're getting it every every week and you have to have it every week. I mean, you can get it every um, week. Yeah. A lot of people do get it every yeah. week. But <laughs> it is, the it's definitely a treat. But if you yeah. think about it, if you're buying a Krispy Kreme donut, they're what, like, you can get a few of them for probably a similar sort of price. And that's like a huge brand. And you don't mind paying three pound for a donut in that situation. Yeah. Whereas Very with true. this, like, it's, you know, you're supporting a smaller business. And it is sort of like, it is quite nice to sort of be on that hype when you're seeing other people posting it all in their stories then being like mm, well I got it too and it's a bit ex <laughs> it's a bit like yeah. exclusive and you it, it's a bit hard to get so I feel like it's sort of that like people pay more for stuff that's more exclusive as well and it's obviously your time and all that and buying the products and definitely like I don't I don't make that much profit off the off the actual products because if you think with like the brookies and stuff it's like Cookie on the bottom, so I make that whole mixture, which is all the ingredients are expensive. Like, you know, for like just one box of butter, so I probably go through like 
six boxes of butter. They're 25 pound each for a box of butter. Mm. 25? No, they're 30, 30 pound for a box of butter. So I go for like six of them for just for like three days of, mm. of stuff. Wow. And that's just the butter. You've wow. got the sugar, the flour, the, the, the chocolate. Yeah. Um, if I put a Mars bar, a Mars bar in everything, or Freddo on top of everything, think about how many Freddos yeah. are going on. To- and Freddos aren't cheap anymore. <laughs> Freddos are not cheap no <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah, Freddos expensive. Like you're getting like a pound on. <laughs> yeah, that's on true. That's true. But it, they're they're expensive to make. So it's if I was to charge any less for them, I would not be making any profit. And I am awake until four or five in the morning doing this. It's not. It's not like I'm just yeah. doing a quick little easy job. You know? No, I agree. And they are put together very well. Would you tell people, like for me personally, I feel like a lot of people undervalue themselves when it comes to the price because people get worried that the people, the consumers aren't going to pay for that price. What advice yeah. would you get, give to people like that? Um, Never undersell yourself, ever. I've got... um a friend who started a similar sort of company doing cinnamon buns. Mm. And I remember sort of in the beginning, we had a little chat about prices of stuff. And I said, you can definitely charge more than what you are mm. for them. Like, she's like, oh, do you think people will pay it? I'm like, 100%, 100% people will pay it because it's good. It's, they're big, like they're yeah. big things. I'm not giving you a small, small little plain brownie. The big thing, yeah. Like it's, it's a decent size and they're like, they're big, you can share yeah. them sort of thing as well. So I think never, never, never under undervalue yourself. Lastly, let's talk about people copying your style. Oh man, don't even. Because <laughs> I saw it on your Insta story. <laughs> so I'd love to know more. Okay. So there's a fine line between these things. Yeah. There is, I'm not the only person who bakes brownies. So many people do. It's a, it's a thing. It's not like, every, there's so many companies that sell clothes. There's yep. everyone does this. There's a difference between you selling the similar sort of things to what I do. It may be a, a box, but maybe it's not the same box and your name's a bit different and your branding's different and you sell it differently. No problem with that yep. at all. There is a s- couple of specific brands that people have started after me, mm-hmm. after ordering my brownies that I've seen their their orders come through. Okay, all right. And their branding is based off mine. Their name is based off mine their pictures, their captions are exactly so the same. So it's not even just the the food itself, no. it's the whole package. The whole thing, the brand. Like it's it's copying the brand, the Savvy Baker brand, which wow. I've worked so hard and tirelessly to to make. Yeah. Literally like the name is basically the same, that the looking at it, you could confuse it for my brand. Mm. Um and then I've had I've even had friends like send me these profiles being like wow like yeah wow this person yeah. is literally trying to be you and i'm like why like, why just why just yeah do it different do it be same but different you know like yeah it, i don't find it flattering it annoys me <laughs> yeah i hear that i hear that <laughs> you know so i just think just find your like if you're gonna do it just do it in your own way like don't copy everything that i've done because you ain't gonna be me <laughs> you ain't gonna be me <laughs> but if you haven't seen it these are the brownies. Are they actually, are they all called brownies? I keep calling them brownies. So, I should have asked you this. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they are, there's a, there's a couple, of, I, I call them brownies as well. I literally okay. say it, it's easier. It's so okay. much easier. Okay. I would say this is a box of brownies, but inside, shall I? Yeah, this camera. Okay. <laughs> Hello. 
Here is here's a box of brownies, <laughs> a box of mix of things. So uh, these ones, sorry, I'm, I'm going to touch them even though we might eat them. Okay. So this here is um, a brookie. So this is like the base of it is cookie. The middle of it is a chocolate bar. So that one is Mars. And then on top of it is brownie. So I'll do this with like different stuff. So every week I'll just buy random chocolates and stuff and put them in it. So I might do like boost bars or chocolate orange or anything like that. That's, that's my favorite one. That's everyone's favorite one because it's like the OG. <laughs> uh, then you've got these, which are cookies. So this is like a cookie bar. That's the Freddo one. There's a Freddo on top of it. I see that there. Wow, I can't even hold it properly. I don't even know. I think that's Caramel. my favorite one, you know. That one? Yeah. Yeah, they're good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They are so nice. <laughs> um, and then this one's like a brownie. So this is a normal brownie. That is a Kinder one. It's got um like Kinder spread on top of it mm. and actual pieces of Kinder inside. Um, I think that's all the different ones. Oh, sometimes I do like little specials as well, like millionaires and, but there'll be like Biscoff millionaires or Oreo millionaires and flapjacks and things like that. This is my favorite one ever. What's that one? This is like a Jaffa cake one, but it's it's got like Jaffa cake chocolate inside it. Very it's nice. I'm very so hungry right now. I know, me too. I'm very looking hungry. at them like... Yes. Yeah. So all of these are different as well. So actually, my two best friends helped me with these. So Ryan, he's like a, an unreal graphic designer mm. and he designed all my new branding, all of the cards, anything that I need help with, I just message him and I'm like, can I make a new card saying this? Or <laughs> someone says something, I'm like, okay, that needs to go on a card, put it on a card. <laughs> or if I need like anything doing, he does it all for me. Like he's the best ever. I'm absolutely like obsessed. He made my little gifts for me and everything Aww. like that as well. Um, and then all the little, the little phrases on them, like you make me melt. There's one that says I licked it, so it's mine. There's, you just gain some brownie points. Um, all the stuff like that. So my friend Ashley, so she's my other best friend as well, thought of all them because she likes puns. Yeah, sure, Ashley and Ryan. Because um, I can't think of stuff like that. <laughs> my brain's too full of other things. <laughs> you're, you're doing the brownies, the, oh no, and all those other names that you've just said. Yeah. <laughs> so it's enough. But thank you for being on the Female Magic Podcast. And thank you guys for watching our last podcast of the year. We will see you in 2021. I hope 2021 is um, a lot better yeah. than this year. But yeah, make sure you like, subscribe, and we will see you soon.